views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everybody, it is so great to be connecting with all of you. You know, this morning, um, this morning uh, I woke up and I contemplated, as you're going to hear today, James O'D joining me here on the show. But it, here's what's going to happen: we're going to talk about what it means soul awakening practice. Because I woke up over the weekend and I literally had to take words out of this book James has written um, and out of the forward by Lynn McTaggart and all of the people that contributed, which you're going to hear about today. You know, my family is from Virginia and um, I, my mom, my grandma, um, you know, and this morning I woke up deeply, deeply saddened and I couldn't make sense of why. And what I did was I grabbed my go-to, which is the prayer of St. Saint Francis, and I put together an image in the prayer, which I'm going to post today. That was the only thing I could do for myself to express my feelings. Now, I know that things happen all over the world. I know that. Uh, I'm a realist at some level. I also know that for me... Uh, you know, this girl from the Bronx, New York, I've had to learn everything you hear come out of my mouth. I've had to learn about it. And I learned about it through this thing called radio. Because in this period of great upheaval, as James says, there is a message of hope. And when I look at in this period of great upheaval, I look at periods in my life where I've had the greatest upheaval personally, whether it was my mom committing suicide when I was six, whether it was being abused as a child, whether it was being homeless at 17, losing a job, and most recently, one of the greatest challenges I've ever had made me the person that I am today, and that was getting sick in 2004. The only thing I could do was this show, and I now realize that it was one of the greatest gifts. But what was it that I had to learn? What was it that James talks about? Well, I'll tell you this. It was about practice. Um, and for this day today, 
what I want to say to many of you is you're going to hear what is happening in the world, but what is the antidote for it? What is the remedy? What can each of us do um, it, it, it for ourselves and for the world? And when we look at this and we look at our lives, and as Lynn McTaggart says, the fractures in our global economic model as an example, what can we do to repair it? That's why James is here. You know, people all over the world know about his work, know about what he has done as the conscious activist cultivating peace. Many, many more claims works, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, and I can go on and on and on. But why is his message today one of the most important messages of our time? James, it is so great to have you here. Welcome to the show. It's great to be with you, and I was very moved by your sharing. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Well, you know, I, I want to start with, with that question. When I was younger, I couldn't make sense out of the things that happened to me. And then I stopped. I stopped trying. I don't know why I did. I was never taught to stop fighting and stop trying. But you also, before we came on, you talked about resilience. You and I were chatting. And I wanted to, to ask you this question. In the face of everything that we see happening in the world, there is a way for us to transcend it, I believe. And I wanted to know from you, how does this message of hope help us with that? Yes, great question. You know, it's not about techniques, as you know, Dr. Mm -hmm. You know, techniques can be helpful and important. We have a seed inside ourselves. It's the seed of our true self. And when we make full on contact with that seed of progressing as it does through evolution, through lifetime, with this, when we contact that seed, something really extraordinary happens. Because we then, it's like touching the right core of the universe. There are lots of unharmonious cores. There are lots of noise. There are many things like that. When we touch the seed of the self, we know that we are right for the world. Mm -hmm. About that, that we ourselves are a message of hope simply because. We are the being we are in the very center. James, let me ask you this question. People have heard the term soul awakening once, twice, over and over again. But we've heard it and we've talked about it as if we don't are, have a role to play in it. Like, wait a minute, my soul is awakening and here it is, boom, and I wake up today. So you're presenting a different perspective on it. Can you talk about that? Yeah, it has very much to do with evolution and involution, the going out of into the world of the forms and the coming in to the source. And we reach a particular lifetime. 
this has been an extraordinary lifetime you and me. When we reach this kind of a lifetime, we go into the identity of the It begins to tell us yeah, let's full confidence mm-hmm. the next step to bring into the world some of the information that we're receiving in the deep soul's core. Mm. I love this. Hold on one minute, James. We're going to take a short break, Mr. Benny. We'll be right back with the show, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This book is amazing. We have three copies to give away, and perhaps you'll hear some reading from it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com. Hi there, my name is Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio and a spiritual growth coach. I talk about this all the time on my show, listening to your body and acting on intuition. What do these things even mean? Here's the thing, about 10 years ago, I figured out I was doing it all wrong. I mean, I wasn't unhappy, but was I really happy? And then life sent me a spiritual smackdown, like it does, because I wasn't listening to my best resource, my body and my intuition. I was living from a place of fear. I was stressed and I was in pain, and I seemed to be happily unhappy. Mostly I just didn't know what I didn't know. And what I didn't know was that my body and my intuition had all the tools I needed to live life as my best self. I'm sharing the tools I have learned over the last 10 years of my healing journey in my online class, Soul Awakening, beginning September 19th. Learn more. Go to AudreyMichelle.com slash awaken. That's Audrey Michelle spelled M-I-C-H-E-L dot com slash awaken. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, James O'Dean, my very special guest today. Um, we're talking about soul awakening practice, prayer, contemplation, and action. Um, the forward in the book, as I mentioned earlier, is by Lynn McTaggart, who's been on the show. Um, you know, James, uh, b- before we uh, 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 kind of go ahead here a little bit, you know, I was really struck by uh, what you'd said in the earlier segment, but also I was struck by what you said um, before we even got on air, talking about resilience. You know, I grew up in, uh, in, in and then had a career in, in, in the corporate world, and resilience became one of those terms we used to use uh, as people were getting ready to get fired back in the 90s when they started downsizing. Resilience is such a great word for what people seem to be wanting to develop. And I would love for you to talk about the resilience and what's being called forth for people to not just understand, but to practice more of. Yes, indeed. Well, you know, I live in a place called Crestone, Colorado, where there are many of the world's spiritual traditions here, It's a very, very unique community. And we have been forming groups that look at food, that look at sustainability of health and heating and all of those elements that are required for surviving big bumps on the road. But we can only really do that as well as we're beginning to do, because the spiritual traditions here also recognize interspiritual work. So you combine those together, and you've got something that's really soulful. When your spiritual life, you know, leads to connections with other spiritual traditions, and then you're participating in facing the realities that we have to face at this time in human history, that things could go really haywire. And rather than building community in an abstraction, we build it together. We rely on each other. We need each other at this time. And we don't use our differences as a wedge, but as a journey towards each other. And our individuality is sacred and sovereign. So you have those elements of individual and community working together that are so needed at this time. Mm. Mm. You know, uh, James, one of the things that I was struck by is soul awakening practice. And I mentioned this to you before when we were chatting in the first segment is that, you know, I didn't wake up one day and say, wait a minute, you know, let's start a positive conscious talk network. Let's create some incredible content, 10 channels. Let's create new technology that actually doesn't even exist in broadcasting. I mean, that is not this girl from the Bronx. I'm, I'm just curious from your perspective how the heck did my soul take me on this journey? 
it my friends back east they they find me on facebook and they said is this patty from ps14 in the is this pat pat from ps4 and they're stunned i am too james so how do we get to move in the direction that is going to help create a better world well, fundamentally, we make that deep contact with our own core, and we are given, every individual is given special assignments. There is no lesser person. Mm. We are all called in, and that sense of, in my own life, of meeting tragedy after tragedy, wars, massacres, working for 10 years on torture and executions and mm. depravity by government. And I could do it, Pat, because in my own core being, I know these things are not the end of the story. So I listen to that pulse beat in me that says, as bad as this gets, it's by no means the end of the story. Something great is on its way, is unfolding like a mycelial network beneath the surface. It's there, and it's growing and growing. And we will see, we're in the midst of seeing the birth of a new humanity. As outrageous to claim that, as I do, I can do so with some authority, having been through Beirut, having been through Rwanda, having been through dialogues in Israel, Palestine, Northern Ireland, Catholic, Protestants. I've seen the face of hatred, and it doesn't cower me. I say, the best in humanity is growing. That's my being. And so I'm called to sing that song of return, of renewal, of rebirth. And if I don't, then I don't live in true commitment to myself, and I go offline, as it were. And that's the case for each of us, as you know in your own story. You have to be the truly indomitable spirit that you are in your essence, without being grandiose about it, mm -hmm. without making claims but simply being, reaching that point where the soul wakes up and says, Hallelujah, you got mm. the message. This is your lifetime to really be true to your deep, deep self. You know, isn't that an extraordinary gift? Yeah, I, I think it's extraordinary. But, and, you know, in my case, I'll say very unexpected. I will, though, uh, point to this. I knew even as a young child that there was something uh, other than what people told me to do or told me how to do it. I knew it. I knew it inside. I didn't know what it was. But, you know, when I'm reading your book, I was really struck by, you know, the many, many things in it. But there was one thing in particular that I was reading, and it was uh, in Light Shining. And it says, see with the eye of the heart the light that shines in the darkness. And that is the knowing that I think I've had at a very young age, you know, being at boarding school and being, you know, abused. Um, there's this eye of the heart. And I think we're seeing more and more people 
uh, young people, old people, everything in between, in this country, uh, North America, South America, all over the world. The eye of the heart is such a powerful phrase. And yet I must admit, I don't know that I believe the essence of all of what it means. Yes. <clears throat> the heart is a magnificent thing because it is personal to us. But when we journey, it takes us to the universal. It's that big. You know, the great prophet says, the universes cannot contain me, but I am contained in the heart of the one who loves me. In other mm -hmm. words, the heart itself is bigger than universes. And we move out of personal concern our, you know, when our heart gets really tight and wedged in with relationship to our own smaller concerns, and then it begins to break loose, it stretches, it can take in all beings. Wow, what an instrument of the cosmos is placed inside us, that we have such a thing as a heart. It's not about ownership at all. It's about meeting what the universe has in store for us, which is truly magnificent. Mm. Um, I would like to share the prayer at some point, Pat, so people get the, the connection. I would love for you to share the prayer now, if you don't mind, because I, I think this is a perfect time. Would you mind doing it now, James? I will. So there are six lines in the prayer, and it's repeated four times. The first time you repeat it for yourself, Soul awakening, heart opening, light shining, love flowing, wounds dissolving, peace radiating. And the next time you say it, you say it for the ones you're with today, the ones who are listening on this radio program with us. Let us say it together with them. Soul awakening, heart opening, light shining, love flowing, wounds dissolving, peace radiating. And then the third time, for all of our connections, now see that the soul force moving out through all of our connections. Everybody who hears this call, all of our families, our friends, our relations, soul awakening, heart opening, light shining, love flowing, wounds dissolving, peace radiating. And then finally, for all beings on planet Earth, all of us together, soul awakening, heart opening, light shining, love flowing, wounds dissolving, peace radiating. And I've heard, really, there are thousands of people now who are practicing this prayer or mantra every day. And they say it's a wonderful solace to them because it's very complete. Mm. Um, James, let's take a short break. When we come back, 
And, you know, I hope all of you, you know, listen to what you've just heard. Listen to what that vibration and energy is. And I know that like so many of you out there, the words will ring now in our hearts, in our minds, and our souls. And you too can do the same. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Learn the dance of life. No matter what you dream or what you leave behind, you laid your footprints here along the timeless sea. We have not been the same since you came. And- Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, and extensive esoteric wisdom, EJ translates deep spiritual wisdom into practical advice to empower you to live your happiest, most fulfilled experience. Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu Jihan. This hit show delivers profound experiences for all who want to live life to their deepest desires. Tune in monthly for Mystic Living Radio. Learn more by visiting vitaltransformation.org. Hey, did you know why they call the foundation the foundation? It's called the foundation because it completely eliminates your foundation for what you thought your reality was and creates a whole new space where you can have an entirely new reality that is foundationless. So from my point of view, they should call it the unfoundation or the foundationlessness. Either way, there's a big new global rewrite happening again because these guys cannot stop changing. There should be like a change anonymous that Gary and Dane go to. And it's happening April 28th to May 1st. You can find out about it at accessconsciousness.com forward slash global foundation. It's happening in Paris. Go to Paris or do it online or find a pod near you. These are all the options you have. And what else is possible? Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Justice Welling. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit spiritualdeed.com. Are you tired of being bloated and nauseous? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know eating unhealthy foods eventually leads to an unhealthy digestive system? Did you know eating the most healthy, nutritious food doesn't necessarily result in a healthy body? The stomach must be healthy in order to properly digest, metabolize, and utilize even the best of nutrition. Without proper digestion from the stomach through the intestinal tract, the nutritious value is not absorbed and the improperly digested food can be more toxic to your body than helpful. You can be doing all the right things and getting all the wrong results. In fact, other organs may also be interfering with your stomach's ability to digest. Contact us today for your appointment at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. Or visit us at maryjanemack.com. You show me that we live in a world of wonder. 
and to love it all with all my might, no matter where you are. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Soul Awakening Practice, Prayer, Contemplation, and Action. And you just heard James read um, uh, or, or speak the prayer. Um, one of the things I want to do, Benny, is I would love to give our first copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. That's our pay it forward. We'll always give books away. Uh, James, I was reading uh, in the book, uh, the, the Soul Awakening by Barbara Marks Hubbard. I was reading a little bit about what she wrote here. And I, I, I just like to just read a little bit. Uh, in the evolutionary age, soul awakening becomes the conscious expression of the process of creation uniquely embodied in each of us. Our vocation of destiny is the impulse of evolution emerging as our passion to be more, love more, create more. This passion to create expresses the genius of evolution animating animating the very essence of our being. The soul awakening is God's way of evolving humans now. It is God becoming human so that humans can become like God. Yay, Barbara. What a magnificent being she is and how mm. she embodies that message. How she just, you know, she in incorporates, incarnates is the word, mm-hmm. that passion and says, you know, in her 80s, it, that is the life force of our time, seeding a new reality, because people believe it, embody it, and can co-create it together. And that message that she understands, and it's incorporated in what you just said, and refers to something I said earlier, that it is individual. We are individually called to awaken, to be ourselves, to be true to ourselves. And there is a mighty force inside the self because it is part of the divine plan to express itself through every unique life and being. So don't ever, anyone who's listening, don't ever think you are not right in your heart, in who you are, that you are a mistake, that you're inferior in any way. You are part of the plan of evolution and involution, and you can take back to the presence of the divine the reality of who you are, And that is so essential to world peace, to concrete things. It's a great mystery, but the mystical and the activist are profoundly related. We have a message, more than a message, a truth to communicate in our time that will break through the sordid soap opera of politics that every day we have to live with. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we are, in my essence, you know, I, I, I think, James, I think back to a time when I was, uh, you know, in my 20s, and I remember that at that time, 
there was something that I was called to do. And there were many, many opportunities, you know, to stand up, to have a voice. Um, you know, my stepmom as well uh, would help us all understand the time we lived in, you know, what it meant to, to march with other people, people of different races, different religious beliefs. And we would do that. And I remember going through this early te teens and then into my 20s, almost with this inner voice that as a child, I was given permission to express. And I would never, ever be more grateful for that than I am today. And I wanted to ask you, fast forward to where we are now, 1973. 2017, people will not go quietly in the night. You know, they will stand for a voice. In the book, what I, what I hear, and I, I think it was Mona that wrote this, peace radiating, peace radiating. That is a very, very powerfully energetic vibrational term. And I had not heard that before. Yeah, peace is not passive at all. Mm -hmm. Peace is deeply receptive. That's different than being passive. And peace in that receptive state, when you internalize and experience that peace, it comes and radiates out as restorative justice, as social healing. In my lifetime, seeing former Nazis and Holocaust survivors come together, that comes out of a deep state of peace. And my friend Sequoia Trueblood says, when you are grateful for the life you have been given, you experience peace. And out of that peace radiates love and strength and connection. So peace is dynamic and radiant indeed. It is not simply that sitting on the meditation cushion and going off to another reality, but it's about bringing that reality back. And then it, in terms of nonviolent communication, in terms of relationships that matter, you are non-reactive when you're in a state of peace. You are non-triggered. You are able to embrace the other and listen profoundly to where their pain is really hurting and screaming and making them do the things they do. That's the kind of peace that is emerging. Mm. I, I, I was really struck by, um, you know, the writings in the book, and I think it was Mona, uh, that was writing about uh, peace radiating. And I was so struck by what you had to say about it. For example, peace is not the absence of war. It is the pervasive, pervasive presence of compassionate connection. You know, peace is the doorway to the sacred mystery of human transformation and to understanding the spiritual plan for humanity. Um, and then peace is a reflection of a whole system of planetary, ecological, and universal principles of harmony and balance, 
which we which we disrupt at great peril to ourselves. And I read that, James, and I just started to cry. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mona is wise. Mm-hmm. One of the 13 indigenous grandmothers of the Grandmother's Council, Hopi Havasupai. Mm-hmm. And she wove my words with her words together there so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Sure if I could read one other thing from Solo. Please. Out of the dark mud, the lotus catches fire in light and beauty. Out of the mud... Think of that. Yours is the mud, and yours the lotus, on this epic journey to soul awakening. So, too, for all, a great soul-driven planetary civilization will rise out of the dark but potent struggle of evolving humanity, allowing us to thrive at last in the light of peace, the full spectrum of beauty in diversity and the restoration of profound harmony with nature. So we go, we're like the lotus, we come mm. through the dark struggle. So, you know, as you have so powerfully shared in your own life, you come and look at the flowering that has been created in your life alone, that mm. is the journey of humanity. We will rise out of the dark but potent struggle to the light of peace and the full spectrum of beauty in diversity. And we are at a treacherous moment in United States development and history at the moment when there appears to be a longing to go back to white supremacy mm -hmm. and to cultural archetypes that are not diverse that our unity is in the expression of our diversity all the way through, all the way through the social order and the cultural order. James, you know, let's uh, talk for a minute, if we could, about the contributors to the book. There were several. Dione mentioned a couple here. Um, tell us about the people that gathered to contribute to the book. How did that come about? Well, I shared the the prayer with them and told them that I, you know I was going to do more poetic or contemplative readings to help slow people down. Just one thought per page, as you know, it's a beautifully laid out book. It's a hard yeah. book, only nine dollars on Amazon at the moment. Yeah. I have a special, and so people were excited to join me. Anna Dea Judith who writes about the heart opening. I had done the foreword to her wonderful book, The Global Heart Awakens. Irvin Laszlo, talking about light shining and the importance of our understanding that the light that shines in the world has its origin in the light that shines in, in consciousness. And that consciousness is what creates the physical world. So we're spiritual beings that come into matter. So important to have such a great scientist as Irvin Laszlo, 
talking about first comes the light of consciousness, the light of divine creator entering into matter to begin the great drama and the unfolding of all the qualities in the universe that make up the physical world. And then we return through consciousness. We return in our light body, in our soul, to the source of light itself that is non-physical. And then we have Kabir Helminski, the great Sufi master in our day, talking about love flowing. We're not talking about sentimental love here. We're talking about the powerful love that is at the root of the universe and the cosmos that has the power to ignite connection between all beings. You know, as Mayor Baba says, love is in no way susceptible to any form of pushing or coercion or forcing. It is the sole force in the universe that arises spontaneously and catches fire in the hearts of humanity and spread because it's given freely and it is the connector of all. And then we have a brilliant essay by Michael Singer on wounds dissolving. Michael Singer, who wrote The Untethered Soul, which sold over a million copies, yeah. and and the surrender experiment. Mm-hmm. In there, he's talking about how do we just do all of this inside ourselves, quietly stop listening to that de- demanding voice in our head that's always repeating where we were hurt or where we were wounded or where we were victimized. And the practice in his essay is wonderful of releasing so that the screen gets clear and the original pure consciousness rises up because we've got nothing to block it. And Mm. then Mona Palaka, the Hopi grandmother, on peace radiating, on that sense that the indigenous people know that the heart of creation, when you find it, is peaceful, it is loving. And when we are in that place, you know, we can heal the generations to come. Mm-hmm. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you, too, can embody this soul awakening practice. And what does it do when you say the soul awakening prayer or mantra? What changes in us? And what if we start out as a handful of people, then a hundred, then thousand, then tens of thousands, then millions? What will change? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. A place inside your heart words can tune in to the psychic professors show the voices of spirit radio with international medium and spirit artist dr susan barnes on transformation talk radio 
featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net. Tune in each Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in the first and third Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. Tune in each month to Synergenetic Living Radio, where Rick and Grace Paris discuss the synergenetic way of life, what it means to truly change your perspective in life, what it means to take control of your life and manifest your true desires. For more information on Rick and Grace Paris and Synergenetic Living, check out SynergeneticLiving.com. Get clear on the life you desire and the current life you are creating and what is between the two. Synergenetic Living, living life loud. Are you struggling in a relationship and deeply craving some tools and support to get things back on track? Do you crave having a loving, compassionate relationship with Mr. Right, but always seem to pick Mr. Wrong? Well, Sarah Luce can help. She's created a four-week online course starting September 28th that will teach you how to shift your energy and behavior to have new transformative outcomes. And you're going to get a personal one-on-one session with Sarah to ensure you get powerful, personal results. Sign up today at sarahluce.com. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub for Empowerment Radio and learn breakthrough solutions to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in the first and third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific to Empowerment Radio with host Dr. Friedemann Schaub on Transformation Talk Radio. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com to learn more. For they cannot survive the healing light They scatter out and fly away like birds This is where I hold your heart to mine And I place my faith That you and I'll meet again we don't Hey everybody, welcome back i uh, love for you to go to the website, jamesod.com. Let me spell it, James, O-D-E-A.com. And when you get there, you're going to be able to, you know, find out more about Soul Awakening Practice, the book. Um, also, there are other things here that you'll be able to see, um, uh, especially what James is writing and what folks are saying and talking about. You'll be able to connect with him as well on his social media pages. 
uh, Soul Awakening practice uh, is, of course, where you can go on Facebook. And what you'll find is what people are are doing. What are they doing? What are they experienced with with the practice? James, thank you so much for today. And this hour goes by so quickly. You are sharing during the break uh, what people are experiencing with the soul awakening practice mantra prayer. Um, and I wanted to, to, to ask you, if you don't mind sharing a little bit about what people have said is happening in their lives. Love flowing to this element of wounds dissolving. And they said at first, it seems too simple that wounds dissolve. But as they do the prayer, they can feel that it is the part of soul awakening, heart opening, life shining, and love flowing. And see, visualize that love flowing in and the wounds dissolve. They melt in the presence of that powerful love. So that rather than getting inside the wound and trying to work it out, it is to get inside that light, that love, and then the wounds lose their power, their force, and they dissolve. And that's where then peace steps up boldly, beautifully, powerfully, and radiates, radiant peace. It says, we have action to do in the world. We have, once we have connected with the soul and we know our journey is going to be home, going home to the source, we can also show up much more powerfully in the world and radiate that heart-centered, wound-dissolved energy, that restorative, beautiful, healing energy into our world at this time. So it's a great privilege and pleasure to work with you, Dr. Pat. Because you live it, you feel it in your words when you talk about your life and your work. And we are diverse beings on this planet, but we our peace is coming. Peace will radiate. You know, and I say that with the knowledge, all the knowledge of the cruelty and horror of the world. Mm-hmm. That even the greatest wounds, I've seen them with Nazi and Holocaust survivor. I've seen in my life the greatest wounds dissolve in the presence and the power of love and reconciliation. So I invite you to do this practice, to get this book and share it. It's really a beautiful hardback book that's been made at a very reasonable price. Mm-hmm. And as you said, we can ripple this simple but powerful prayer into our time. Yes. And what I love about it is it speaks to wherever you are in the journey, there's something here for you. Wherever you are, if you're like me and didn't know what you didn't even know, you'll open the page and you'll read something and something will change for you. Something will awaken in you. And I really ask that you, those of you listening, share this. Share this book. Let folks know about it. James, one last question. Thank you so much for today. What is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? 
I hope you can feel in my energy that having gone through the darkest place of the world and been knifed myself and and experienced all of this cruelty, that in fact we can move beyond this level of suffering to practice the art of fearless celebration, even in the midst of the tyranny of the moment and the bleakness of our political life, we can celebrate something. And that something, listen to me, folks, that something is inside of you. It's who you are. So go out today and celebrate who you are because you're the greatest thing that was ever created in the universe. You're a seed of the original consciousness of Creator. That's the news I want to publish. Mm. Thank you, James. I want to thank all of you out there for today. Thank you for holding the space so that we can do what we do. See you all next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.